Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're at the end of Esther chapter 1, looking at verses 21 and 22 from the God's Word translation. And this chapter sets up the um, rest of the story. And all of this takes place because in his drunkenness, drunkenness, King Xerxes asked for um, his queen Vashti to present herself before his uh, male guests and they're all drunk and she turned them down and because she turned them down he had to figure out what he could do and what uh, advisors were so afraid that if the other women in the kingdom heard that the queen had the audacity to turn the king down then surely they will be emboldened but let's listen to God's word it reads so they've made their decision but let's listen to God's word the king and his officials approved of this and so the king did as Memucan suggested he sent official documents to all the king's provinces to each province in its own script and to the people in each province in their own language let every husband be the ruler in his own house and speak with authority again that's esther chapter 1 verses 21 and 22 in the god's word translation and we can actually title this with the commentary titles it the queen is the, the uh deposed I'll be back to share insights and we'll close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, this is um, Esther chapter 1, verses 21 and 22. From the God's Word translation. In this section, these verses tells of the banishment of Vashti because she did not um, come to a feast with drunken guests. She refused actually to appear before drunken guests at the king's behest. But let's listen to the commentaries. The edict that passed according to the proposal by Mem- uh, Memucan signifies that the queen was divorced and told not to ever come in the presence of the king for stubborn refusal to obey or comply to a command according to the law, law though archaic, <laughs> and that if other wives were in, you know, were acted acted the same way or in like manner were undutiful to their husbands, they must accept this, uh, expect the same kind of treatment. They should expect that, you know, my husband, the husband's going to um, divorce them because they feel disgraced. And uh, after all, were they better than the queen? So if the queen could be divorced, 
and you know banished surely they can be banished for disgracing their husband so in the king's eyes because so many people saw this he felt disgraced i think he just what his feelings were probably hurt a little he was um you know it was a predicament but at least again i have to say he did not command that she be put to death because that could have happened but look at God. All right, back to the commentary. Whether it was the passion or the policy of the king that was served by this edict, God's providence definitely was served because of this edict. And remember, God's finger is all over and everywhere in the book of Esther. You can see his hand in everything. And because of the banishment of Queen Vashti, that makes way for Esther to get the crown. According to uh, one of the historians, Parisians were able to transmit letters quickly across the empire by using the re a relay method for their horseback riders, using a new horseback rider and horse each day of the journey. And that just makes me think of Westerns because you see that when they're doing, you know, different things and the horses get tired of course and so does the writer so they just change the king's request uh, was sent out in multiple languages and they um, in different um, scripts because remember there were 127 I think uh, provinces and they may have had different variations of language or writing so he made sure that every household understood this new law, this new edict. When King Xerxes heeded the advice of Memucan, he showed himself to be an unreasonable person and very wrong. He should have honored the dignity of the queen. He should have honored her, uh, her as a woman, honored her as a wife, and her title queen that should have all been honored yet history's profile of xerxes shows him to be an unreasonable and foolish man in many cases the king's edict speaks to the need within every man to sense respect and honor from his wife and paul's instruction to wives sums up uh that in well like from god's perspective let the wife see that she respects her husband and that's in ephesians chapter 5 thir um, verse 33 and of course and also paul tells us as wives that we should uh, honor our husbands that we should submit to our husbands but of course it's a mutual submission because it's a military term um, you can submit if it's uh, doing the right thing. You can't submit to, you know, um, if a husband tells you to do something that's ungodly and that goes against every principle, you don't have to submit to that. And that's what uh, Queen Vashti did. She, her integrity made her stand up to him. The wife's uh, respect is a precious gift that she can give to her husband. However, the means used here to gain and uh, preserve this respect was foolish. 
A man cannot demand or coerce respect from his wife. If it isn't given freely, then it isn't worth anything. And this isn't to uh, belittle or downplay or, you know, speak against the patriarchal society because we've all been there. You know, we grew up that in that type of society where what the man says was the last word. But of course, in our Western culture, things have changed a little. Even though in other parts of the world, it might still be that what the man says goes. So I don't want to step on anybody's, um, their cultures by saying that, you know, I'm just saying what God says, that we are to respect our husbands and we are to submit to our husbands. But it also said, husbands, love your wives. Let's pray. Father, again, we thank you for your word. We thank you that this part makes us look at what you said about the godly roles in marriage. That yes, wives are to honor their husbands and submit to their husbands. But you also said for husbands to love their wives and to honor them as you know a weaker, a weaker vessel. And God, we also know that in your sight, male and female are equal in your sight. And we're co-laborers in the uh, kingdom building. Father, we thank you again for your word. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you for um, instructing us in wisdom, in godliness. Father, we pray for those who need you in a special way. You know the needs of many. Even as we continue to uh, battle with the variants of COVID, which another variant has, you know, been found. Keep us safe, Father, in the name of Jesus. Cover us. Protect us. Uh, pray for those who need other special types of healing, need you in other ways. You know what all the needs are because you are God. You're omniscient. You're omnipotent. You're omnipresent. And we thank you that we, you are a God who's everywhere. We don't have to pack you. We don't have to put you in our pocket or our purse, wear you around our neck or anything else because you're with us. You're in our hearts. Thank you for your son. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. And we bless your name. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.